to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Pineda. And we're so happy to be with you guys live from New York. It's Saturday. Actually, no, we're live from Brentwood. Los Angeles. From Brentwood, California. Oh, yeah, Brentwood, Los Angeles. Yeah, well, live Brentwood, from LA. California. Like, oh no, there's uh, a Brentwood up north. There is, because whenever <laughs> I ask Alexa what the temperature is in Brentwood, yeah. she always tells me it's the one in Brentwood, California. Yeah. But yeah, you guys were at the office today, and it's so it was it started off in a torrential downpour. The whole first half of the day was a torrential downpour. Of course, when I had to be outdoors um, doing a million things. And now it's as if it never happened. Yeah, it looks beautiful out. It does look really beautiful. And we're grateful for rain in LA because we've, we never get rain. That's true. We get rain like maybe twice a year, I think. Yep. Yeah, maybe twice if we're lucky. But how's it going, Christina? How's the little how's the little man? Doing well, doing well. You are seeing him. Yeah. <laughs> He's so Christina brought her son Austin to the office today. As a result of the rain. Yes, and your cleaning lady. Yes. Yes. Yeah, well they can't he can't be in the house if she's there and it's raining. Yeah. That's Oof. the problem. Yeah. He won't be inside. He freaks yeah. out. He was um, giving, you know, gave the office a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of a show, shall we say? He was singing opera or more screaming, um, but yeah, it's so nice to have you in the office today. So anyway, let's get into our first segment. Stars, they're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so the first story... Oh, I'm glad we're talking about this. I knew we yeah, to. The first story is a total spoiler alert. So if you guys have not seen the Sex and the City reboot, first episode, only the fir- first and second episodes, the episodes that are out right now, um, please stop listening and fast forward to like four minutes, okay? Or if you don't care, just keep listening. I'm not going to be watching it, so I don't care yeah. that this is being spoiled for me. Of course. Right. So, <laughs> but if you do care, and if you have seen, keep listening. Um, so the spoiler is going to begin. Um, so the Sex and the City reboot, just, they put it out already, mm-hmm. which is like record time, because I feel like they... I feel like they told us about it only a couple months ago, and it's just been so anticipated. And so, in the first episode, a main, a big main character dies. May I guess? I mean, yes. (laughs) How obvious do I have to be? Do you want to guess it? Well, you didn't even tell me that someone... Actually, maybe Liat did say that someone died. So I assumed that it was Mr. Big. She Liat said, there was a big death. So we had a matchmaker roundtable on Friday. And I hadn't seen the reboot yet. I had not seen it yet. It just had come out. Literally, that 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 day, I think it came out. Or the day before. And one of our matchmakers love her, by the way. I mean, Liat's one of the best matchmakers in in the world, definitely in Beverly Hills and Bivol Hills. Um, 
Um, <laughs> so she just, she's like, um, we're like, Liat, you know, we're like, ladies, how is everybody doing today? And then Liat's like, I'm not doing well, ladies. She's like, I'm in yeah. mourning. I'm in mourning. You're saying an Australian accent. I know, accent, I'm she British. She's British. And she's like, I'm in mourning, girls. I'm in mourning. And I'm like, oh my gosh. We're, when we get so serious, we're like, oh, Liat, are you okay? Is everything okay? And she's like, yes, there was a big death. At the, there was a big death and I'm like oh my gosh I haven't seen it yet it's a nerd so yeah so anyway Mr. Big dies hmm. um within the first episode I think he had to there was nothing else yeah. that they could do with that storyline it was just the most traumatic so terrible, traumatic that's so that's my bad image of a relationship for women yes. and realistic <laughs> No, and I mean, that's my in-real-life question, because I won't even... I'm not going to recap the episode. No. Um, I'm just going to ask, would Big and Carrie's relationship have lasted in real life? Yeah, no. No. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It's one of those Hollywood figments. I, I, I completely agree. And I think that it's, I think for the show, even the writers had said that when they initially created the Mr. Big character, they thought he was going to get a couple episodes and then it would be good to go. So when they were writing his character, they did not write it with the intention of Carrie ending up with Big. They wrote it as like, oh, this is the classic emotionally unavailable confirmed bachelor who is yeah. not going who is going to be a confirmed bachelor and i mean having been a matchmaker for 10 years that is a real trope yes. and these confirmed bachelors yeah he may marry i think the most realistic thing was him marrying and natasha, natasha. Mm -hmm. um but also i think the other most realistic thing was him cheating on his wife, the 23-year-old Natasha, um, and then him getting divorced yet again. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, as much as my younger girl heart would have loved this relationship, Mr. Big and Carrie, right. to have lasted because Sarah Jessica Parker and Chris Noth have such incredible chemistry, chemistry. Mm -hmm. um and i think that that's really the that's 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 what it is right it's not that this that his character was you know this amazing guy huh. who's a douchebag he was but he also speaks to that longing in so many women's yeah. hearts to finally trap oh the guy who got away and it just shows, like, they open the episode, like, he's just so happy. Like, they're living this, like, wedded bliss. You know, they have just this great dynamic. They're both so, just so happy. And his brother even says in the show that he's never seen his brother happier than he is now. Mm -hmm. But I will say, I mean, there is something to be said for when men get older, they get, they get a bit more... I don't know, but I just, I, there are so many things wrong with Mr. Big, and I, I mean, the, the taming the, remember, can, the, remember, taming the bad boy, that's what this is trying to, yeah, 
it's just show, and I think that so many women want to. I know. I honestly think it's. I think it's kind of a detrimental, or I think it's kind of an irresponsible, um, like just an irresponsible way of going about all of it. Like from the writer's perspective, because yeah. people really do look at their lives and they. They model them after they say, oh, well, okay, well, that was, like, Mr. Big's personality. Like, this is my Mr. Big. And, like, most women, if you're hooked on Mr. Big, that's when we get them in their mid-40s having been in an on-again, off-again relationship with some non-committal jerk. So I just think it's, like, it's it's a little... And and the thing that I would have liked to see... How I, maybe I can reframe it in my mind and like lie to myself. Maybe Mr. Big went to therapy and maybe he oh, realized that he was had okay. an avoidant attachment style okay. and he went to therapy and um, he worked on himself and then he worked through his avoidant attachment style um, because people with avoidant attachment style, unless they really work, really work, it's not... It, their attachment style, like, the the things that come up for them and the things that came up for him in the very beginning of not wanting to be in a relationship and to commit, those, those things don't go away. They just get more aggressive over time. And it doesn't matter how, how you know, if you meet an incredible woman. And even in their storyline, that shows. Yeah. With the marriage falling apart him not showing up at the wedding yeah. her cheating on him yeah it just there that was just a very it's been a weird it's been a it's weird been ride a bad relationship it's been <sighs> a weird ride for a long time right yeah but anyway so basically i think what we're saying is unless mr big did extensive therapy and really worked on his attachment style, really worked on his commitment Which issues. Which people usually do not do if they're already in a relationship. Yeah. Or or even, I mean, there are just... There, th- and There's this just is no something, incentive to change if you're already in a relationship. Yeah, and this is something I think I also didn't really realize when I was younger. And having not been a, ma- a real matchmaker, like a professional matchmaker. Because we were matchmakers since, you know, um, sandbox days. But I didn't really realize that there really are men out there that will just be single for their entire lives. I mean... I know as a matchmaker, we, I, you know, there are those New York City just super single guys that for 10 years having done this, they're still single. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're great daters, but <laughs> they're never going to commit. And we, we flag that. So anyway, I just thought, I know for me, Christina, you're looking at me. No, I'm just thinking that if ladies are listening don't hold out for Mr. Big yeah. is probably what I would advise because usually they're going to die alone. Yeah, or like a lot of times they will have those big moments of like those grand gestures because I have a I have a, a coaching client who 
Um, and usually it comes once the woman is unavailable. Mm-hmm. I have a coaching client who had a Mr. Big in her life and they had this like twin flame situation. They were so passionate about each other, blah, 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 blah. Um, then he ended up just br- being horrible in a relationship. He actually got her pregnant and then she had the baby. They were living together. But again, no commitment, mm-hmm. no ring, no nothing. Just he, they were living together and they were, raise, quote, unquote, raising this child together. He wasn't. He was so absent, wasn't even involved. Mm-hmm. But finally, she said, I've had enough. And she left. And then she ended up um, meeting an amazing man. He proposes to her within, like, a year. Um, and then, of course like a week after the proposal and a week after they put it on social media who do you think shows up in her town the ex her mr big and he tells her i love you i'll marry you tomorrow i want you i'm so sorry for everything that i did what do you think she did i don't know stayed with the great guy because she she will never put herself through what she had gone through she tried to stick it out. She gave it her all, but she's not going back to that. So I see. She is, and now she's literally, when we talk about happiest, ha- happiest, happiest that I've ever seen, that like, you know, Mr. Big's brother, oh, he's the happiest. I, I've never seen her more happy. Well, and through coaching with me, <laughs> she made a wise decision. That's great yeah but my question is i'm going to play devil's advocate here what if a woman asks you but the passion i felt for this guy isn't like anything else i felt but for anyone before i'd rather be single than be with anyone who doesn't give me that level of passion for their mr her mr big yeah guy and but he's Mm -hmm. in the past never also the character he's no character so Everything he's cheated, all lies, but she can't shake him. What do you say to that kind of woman where she their yeah. connection is so strong, even though he's done all of these other things? Yeah. What do you say to that situation, Alessandra? I mean, it's so hard because the only person that can break free from that is her. Mm. And she has to, and he may he may have to do a bit more to really hurt her even more. She may have to, like, the stove, um, stove hot, she may have to put her hand on the stove a couple more times because clearly she's, she's, it's not connecting. So, A, the only person that can make that ultimate decision is her. Mm. But I think, B, um, she needs to work on self-love, on building self-confidence building empowerment empowering herself um obviously i know i I, you and i come from like a faith-based perspective where we you know we know that we know where identity comes from yeah yeah like we know that we should be treated like you know we're we're we we know how loved we are by god so it's a different perspective, but even somebody who isn't, it doesn't have a religious lean or, or spiritual lean or anything there. So anyway, all that to say, um, if you even want to look at things scientifically, it's important to understand that, yeah, that is not love. It's her 
probably more than likely anxious attachment style being activated. So of course she's going to feel this level of passion, quote unquote passion, but it's actually anxiety mixed with intermittent reinforcement because with intermittent reinforcement, um, so intermittent reinforcement is something that I love to teach because, um, and have we gone through intermittent yeah. reinforcement yeah. before? Yeah. We've had a few yeah. episodes on the hamsters. And <laughs> yeah, the hamster thing. <laughs> Essentially, intermittent reinforcement is like the whole hot and cold thing right. and like why the scientific backing behind why human beings um, want, want, kind of what they can't have and scarcity the the effect that um scarcity and then uh like like and then a, a, a even if somebody is giving a little bit it feels like so much more because it's intermittently reinforced right they've right. been conditioned that way but that's not authentic connection so I would encourage her to look up intermittent reinforcement study it girl understand that biologically this is what's happening um base it in science and be like okay this is what's happening to me and also to understand that a real good healthy love is about continuous reinforcement like that's where long lasting love comes into play right so this was more of a, a candy candy shoot that you get from this relationship yeah it's a drug right it's, it's a literally drug. a drug it's a cocaine hit even right. though I've never done cocaine. Right. And that even if you're in a healthy relationship, but you think back to this, you'll probably still have the same feelings about that guy, mm -hmm. but it wasn't healthy. It was just like if you're eating a good hearty meal, you still might want the candy, but the good hearty meal is what's going to give you good nutrition. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I just want to read the quick, quick, quick thing about intermittent reinforcement because I hate when we say, oh, you have to listen to like 17 episodes behind. Let me just tell you guys it really, really, really fast. Um, but, uh, okay. Okay, let me grab it. Didn't I put, I, I had posted about intermittent reinforcement, right? I'm not sure. I'm sure that I did. Search on Instagram, but. I know. Dating, da, da 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 Oh, why you get addicted to hot and cold partners. Intermittent reinforcement, an inconsistent schedule of rewards that is often a tactic used in abusive relationships. Studies showed that rats press a lever for food more when they did not know when the next food pellet was coming. When they always receive the food pellet after pressing, known as continuous reinforcement, they press it less maniacally and only when they were actually hungry. Um, so intermittent reinforcement creates a false and inauthentic bond. You're addicted to be the behavior and not the actual person. Mm. Continuous reinforcement, healthy, long-lasting, and genuine bonds are created through continuous reinforcement. You bond with the actual person when you're not being manipulated with their by their behavior. So continue. So isn't that such a crazy concept? That yeah, is that the same guy, if he would get were to give you consistent reinforcement. You probably would not even be interested in We've him. We've seen that actually recently. Recently with one of our clients. Yeah. So continuous. And it doesn't yeah, even matter. I already the, talked about that. Obviously, yeah. the attraction level is probably something that you might be thinking about if you're in that situation. But we, just in the situation we're talking about from one of our clients, probably this guy was so attractive so it didn't yeah. even matter but when he was giving her attention she didn't care about him yeah 
It's bizarre. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on. So, uh, Tristan Thompson, um, high level, basically got another woman pregnant, and this she just is, had a baby. And this is Khloe Kardashian's... Yeah. Baby daddy. Khloe Kardashian's baby daddy, ex-husband? but also not ex-husband, okay. fiance. They were engaged. Ex-fiance. Um, and they were together when this was Back all together. happening. Okay. They had broken up because of the Jordan, um, Jordan Woods situation, aka Jordan Woods was Kylie's one of um one of Chloe's sisters. Jordan Woods was Kylie's best friend, best, best, best friend. Ends up that her uh, they they were seen leaving apart leaving like a morning together and like she he gave her a kiss like outside like clearly something else happened as well like duh no people are not idiots um when obviously chloe was with tristan and also when he she was pregnant with his child um also other cheating things came out that Tristan was cheating on Chloe when she was like about to give birth to her children with two other women. So Tristan is horrific and literally the scum under a shoe. Um, and now, and then he, so I had never watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I just was not interested in it. I love Housewives. I love Real Housewives. Um, but for some reason, it just Keeping Up never, never really hooked me. Until recently, um, I just needed something else to watch because I was watching. <laughs> I was wa- well when I was getting ready because I had been watching The Hills and then I finished The Hills. So um, I said, "Let me just throw on Keeping Up with the Kardashians." Like when I'm doing my hair. I thought you were doing some kind of deep dive know, into I the was. history of humanity. I know I was, but then I, it just got so intense. Like after, like. Once, like, society and civilization started forming, it's just the world is so brutal, and it was really depressing me, and it was just really heavy. Like, I just needed something light. I was, like, getting so bogged down in, like, Babylon. Like, the Babylonian people were so ruthless, and they did, like, human sacrifices, and it was just really bringing me down, and then it was getting so confusing, and I had to learn about Egypt, and, like, Egypt was great, but then I got confused because I was like, well... Who were, it just was confusing. It was bringing me more drama and anxiety than it was peace. So I will go back to it, but. Ergo, keeping up with the Kardashians. So anyway, yeah, so in walks Kim. Um, but I had never really watched it um, until until really recently. And I I just started watching this up this last season that they just did and then I watched a few seasons like before the cheating allegations or but not even allegations before the cheating happened when Tristan and Chloe had just started dating and then I I watched this recent season where Tristan was really heavily heavily trying to win Chloe back and was being a great guy like was being so amicable with the whole family was really like giving Chloe so much lip service and they have a daughter together yeah right? and just being so great like sending her big flat like Chloe for her birthday flowered balloons like doing the most so to see then that during that entire time acting like he had changed he was still cheating he was still cheating like during that whole time it's mind-boggling. So in real life, should you take back a cheater? Hmm. Well, 
the thing about cheating is once you can reconcile that decision and make yourself feel okay with doing that, Mm -hmm. it's very hard to go back. That's why it's... uh, I don't understand how someone would get to that point. I do. Tell me. So I think that I love therapy. I think Mm. therapy is wonderful. But I also think that, say I was Tristan, and and I said, okay, I'm going to therapy. And then you unpack why the why you do everything that you do and then once you unpack it it justifies it Mm. so he probably has some deep-rooted issues from his childhood so he unearthed that unpacked that and was then able to justify oh well this is why i cheat therefore it kind of excuses a behavior but that's not great. That's not a great therapist or a great therapy. That's just, that's kind of the first step. Because then the second step is not, is like understanding, but then editing the behavior. But I think he's caught in the understanding was of he, the behavior. Was he seeing a therapist? I, I'm sure that yeah. one of the things that, that because a Chloe lot of people yeah. was you have to go to see a therapist. You have to go to therapy. You, right? um, you have to work on yourself because she always says, like, he's working on himself. I'm so proud of him. He's working on himself. Like, that's, and so that's the kicker. Like, these, and he's clearly a, a narcissist and, like, a total sociopath. So, yeah, he's, quote, unquote, working on himself, but that is only helping him validate his behavior even more. Right. So that's where I, that's how I think he's in it. So it's right. it's almost like he is like, oh, I'm falling victim to my past again. Like, so it's almost like he's the victim and he's helpless to his past and it's not him. He just can't control it because this is what happened in his past. That's a really so good it validates point, it. Alessandra. It validates that's why it. It's really important to watch out for people like that really important it will never be until they're out of a victim mentality it will and you can't get them out of no, they have to no. choose that for themselves I, my heart is so heavy for Chloe honestly it's so heavy for Chloe she's so she's a gem yeah she's such a gem well hopefully she'll end this relationship and and, and she's so heal. forgiving and like empathetic like for somebody to to take somebody back who has so publicly publicly embarrassed cheated like I'm just and then only for it to happen again with a baby this time I'm just my heart is broken for her yeah it really is you have you you date coach a no cheating yeah. tolerance policy yeah so the first time it happens yeah I just door, I have a zero never tolerance again policy. zero no, tolerance policy. the door will never be open for yeah. you again there are certain things that are no that I have a no tolerance policy and as yeah. you know Christina having been witness to my personal dating life the that list is not long that is list it, I am it very is forgiving mm-hmm. the two things I do not there's there are no go total deal breaker cheating and physical abuse right and now i'm learning emotional abuse Mm -hmm. so that's good but that's tougher that's a tougher thing to um but but cheating and physical abuse those are 
out. So that's what you would recommend yeah, for everyone. Absolutely. This is not, and it's so hard. Even if they say they've changed. Oh my gosh. Especially if they say that they've changed. Right. Just no. Don't go there. Just don't go there. Yeah. It's 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 a no. No, 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 no. Um, so yeah. Unpopular no, actually, I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion. Okay, so let's talk about matchmakers in the city. Matchmakers in the City is a personal matchmaking firm headquartered in Los Angeles with other service areas in San Francisco, New York, and D.C. While those are our service areas, we work with people all over the U.S. and all over the world. So if you're single, feel free to sign up on our free sign-up page and do a meeting with us so we can learn more about you and direct you to the best path. Yeah, and I will also say, like, yeah, we do work with clients nationwide and internationally, but less. We really focus on Los Angeles, primarily, New York second, San Fran, and D.C., third and fourth. That's our hot spots. Um, but anyway, let's continue. Sisterly advice, and this is a Mansers edition. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give you advice that only your sister would give you. Hi, Alessandra. Over the Thanksgiving break, me and a family friend... Let's clarify. He did call me Alex, so thanks, boo. <laughs> he said, hi, Alex. That's so cute. That was my sports name when I was, like, playing softball in, like, fourth grade. <laughs> I, I call me I Alex. I auto-corrected it in my mind. I know. I know. I just want to note that. That was cute. Over the Thanksgiving break, me and a family friend were discussing dating apps and men and women's experiences on them. We both have settings that allow us to see how many people liked us before we swiped. She had four times as many matches as I did. This sparked a discussion about why the genders act the way they do. It's been my thinking, my theory that women and women think men are players because they are thinking of the select few of guys that they swipe right on that have all the options, tall, successful. As a 6'1 guy, I get much more matches than my vertically challenged friend that are much more relationship-oriented than me. Do you think this explains the F-boy phenomenon? For every 6'1 guy, are there shorter, more awkward guys women ignore? For the record, I think men want women out of their league, too. Hmm. Why don't you make a witty from Christina? Do it off the cuff. From 6'1 and wondering... Ooh, the 6-1 wonder. Okay, 6-1 and wondering. I love that. So here are the two photos they attached. So he was saying that That's his, him. he got many more swipes than... No, she got four times as many matches as he did. Really? Yeah. 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 Maybe it's because women are less active. I would say that's because women are less active on dating apps. Yeah, I... And they want to be... They want the man to do more of that. I also feel like this kind of looks like, for him, sorry, and this is probably you, but it looks a bit like it's, like, fake. Right? Like, I don't know. If I saw that, I would be like, oh, is that a real photo of him? So, definitely, if that's definitely you, and also you have to... I, I think that main photo it's is... portrait. 
Yeah, it's yeah. It's a portrait shot. No, no, no. It's I think it's a great photo, but I would also say definitely add more photos of yourself. Um, so it's basically this photo that they sent us. Obviously, we can't show it. The guy has like a beautiful professional photo, and he looks like a model. He looks like kind of an Indi- uh, Indian, I would say, like an Indian model. Yeah, is he a photographer? Yeah, from it, that photo, it, it appears. Like, it right. appears that he is. And then the girl just has like a selfie, like a very basic selfie, dark smiling. hair, smiling, um, like a little bit filtered, maybe a tiny bit airbrushed. Um, she's cute. She's cute. She has like dark hair, but not a body shot or anything like that. Um, well, first of all, men, um, from my experience, having been a matchmaker for 10 years and date coach a million guys, mm-hmm. men tend to just swipe right on every single woman. And then once they see their matches, they then only select the ones that they actually want to talk to mm-hmm. because women swipe like women are more selective Mm -hmm. so either it's because of that or like a self-fulfilling thing but either way that's the situation that happens men swipe right a lot more than women women swipe left a lot just generally um the ways that you can boost your um your thing first of all or like men in general because this is a beautiful photo and um and so Okay, so first of all, I'm going to tackle how to... Um, so I don't know if he's asking for help. I think he's just asking why he's getting more matches than his shorter friends. And if that's... Yeah, well, I think he wants he wants us to like discuss why this is happening and yeah. also why he's not getting as many swipes as his friend is. Right, right. So, I mean, the reasoning behind why a woman would swipe left, um, right, which is like yes, or the why a woman would match, which is a yes, is a the first thing that a woman looks at is definitely the photo for sure. But then, in that same snap judgment they also look at your career yeah age and career yep Mm -hmm. age height yes and career Mm -hmm. so but career is right there yeah so be sure if you have something like pa like production assistant or assistant or something like that the woman honestly will most likely just being honest i don't want to offend anybody she'll probably swipe left however if you met the same woman in person yeah. and you had a t- you had a great conversation she would be much more open to going on a date with you but what i'm also saying or if you have maybe on your profile freelance media right. entrepreneur right. no bs so no that's an immediate swipe left right. so you need to market yourself okay and so i'm not I'm not saying that that's what you're doing because you you may have a wonderful career, but a lot of men have no idea that they need to market themselves. Oh, I was recently date coaching literally a marketing guru. Like this is what he does. He consults for companies and he teaches them how to market their companies. And the best way, he was like, I don't understand. Like I'm, you know, I, I and like you need to act as though you're the product that you are marketing. So look at yourself in that way. Look at, okay, who do I want? What are the types of women that I want to attract? Beautiful, what are you looking for? So figure that out. Okay, you want a beautiful, you know, sweet, smart, all of the things, wonderful, fit, all of that, great. Now, who would she like? 
She would want a man who's successful in his career. He doesn't have to be a billionaire, but somebody who is on a great path, A, or B, ha- is already at that place. Right. Um, so women, when women say that they want a... Th- this is based on thousands of female interviews. There are some women that say that they will only date a man who's making 18 figures or whatever, okay? But a majority of women say that they don't need a billionaire. They don't even need a millionaire or a multimillionaire, but they do need a man who is on the path to becoming what they want to be. Right. So they He's a hard worker, hard who worker, has a ambitious, good job, ambitious. And it yes. doesn't have to be want needing to take over the world, but someone who can provide for a family. Yes. But yeah, and they need to see that this man is on the trajectory or that he has the potential to like to be there, to be where he wants to be or he's where he wants to be. Right. But they if then this is speaking about a woman who's ready for the next yeah. steps. If she's just wanting to date around, doesn't matter. Yeah, early 20s this does not apply. Right. Okay. But then you need to know if you're dating someone who doesn't care then she probably isn't interested in long-term. Yeah, she's probably just seeing what happens. And yeah, not interested in long-term. But I think I can generally say that women want a man who, and it's it's all about, so like I said, it's about marketing yourself. So figure out what's a good job description. So maybe you're in, maybe you are a freelance media guy or whatever. Instead of writing freelance, Freelance. like that is the most, (laughs) like my, my, I literally, my skin just crawled. Like, I'm so sorry. We need to grab my skin because it's on the other side of the room because it just crawled. This is what we go through with bio writing. It's just so bad. It's so bad. Do not use the word freelance. Use that you're a consultant. Yes. You are a media consultant, okay? Or you are, like, like use other describing right. and if you need words. if you need more help for your specific career than this is providing... We should do a date coaching. Yeah, session. you need to you need to hire you need to hire matchmakers in the city because we'll tell you exactly what to write on your bio. Um, but yeah, if you use the word freelance, I can guarantee that you'll have. And also, I mean, even if you say <laughs> that word that. in person, you're going to have issues. Oh because yeah, even Major if red you flag. right the woman. Okay, here's a lot of guys don't know how to describe their career yep. even in person and they're just floundering around the woman saying okay unstable yeah I don't want to go out with him <laughs> but even if the guy is actually <laughs> stable, like I'm thinking about the bachelor that I take coach like he has a wonderful career he's right. actually genuinely like successful is he a billionaire no but he has a great career so we had to just reframe what he did so that it was like marketing consultant because that's what he does or just enter entertainment consultant or like the word consultant does wonders um so yeah look at that also if all of your photos are professional photos that's also kind of not a great like a a lot of women don't like that because that reads either actor Actor. um yeah that does read actor or it reads Guy that's gotten his professional photos done for a dating profile. Or a guy that's just 
I don't know, just kind of untouchable in a way. Yeah. I don't know if that's... Or like guy that's curating his persona way too much. Right. So you want to definitely have have professional photos are great, and I love a photo of you in a suit, like at a wedding. Like that's amazing in a suit or in a tux at a wedding. That's beautiful. Make sure you have that. Um, and then also, like, studies have shown that men who have dogs in their photos do get a lot more swipes. Um, and it's also, like, a really easy um, conversation starter. So put a dog in one of your photos. And I would just encourage you to get off the apps and get meeting pe- women in person. A hundred percent. None of this matters in real life unless you're literally blurting out that you're <laughs> freelance media. <laughs> That you're a freelance PA. Like, oh my or God. Or self-employed. Oh my God, self-employed. Even if you're a billionaire, self-employed Wait, would person. somebody say that they were self-employed? Have you heard somebody utter those words before? Even if they're a billionaire, oh but you're self-employed and you say the word self-employed. Oh my God. It's a, a bomb just went off. <laughs> I literally... In the woman's mind about you. Oh my god, self-employed, that's horrifying. That is so horrifying. But yeah, but in real life, I mean, we, we, like, in real life, exactly, but then they have to get it together in real life, Christina, because I was with one of my girlfriends, and she's single. Um, We were at an event at the Beverly Hilton in Beverly Hills. Um, We were at a fashion event where one would think that it was a curated guest list because it was with, like, a PR company that invited I'm telling you, she was, like, she was looking the guys up and down. She's a single, sweet, she's, like, the target demo that a lot of men want. Mm. Single, really pretty, in amazing shape, best personality ever. Kind, warm, nurturing. Kind, warm, nurturing. Feminine. So feminine, like, all the things. I'm telling you, I'm not gonna lie, homegirl was discerning, and she was... She was very much like, that guy looks like an actor. We shouldn't be talking to him. And I was like, oh my gosh, like a struggling, she's like, I get struggling actor vibes from that guy. Mm. And I was like uncomfortable. I was like, no, are you like, I'm like, I, I'm like, no, 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 I don't, I don't, first of all, I don't care. I'll talk to anybody. I love everybody. I don't care. They're struggling one day, they're Brad Pitt the next. But for her on the husband hunt, she was not going to go down that road. So, like presentability is huge work with a stylist if you can if you can afford it if you can't afford it um google um i think we have an article do we have an article on the blog of like what men should wear when they're out we have what men should wear on a first date do we when men or women we have a a youtube video we have a youtube video yeah matchmaker secrets we literally break down exactly what a man should and should not be wearing it is at matchmaker secrets i don't usually plug it and tell you to view it but I'm telling you men if you have questions just google matchmaker secrets what a man what is it what is the video what to to wear on a date for men yeah what to wear on a date for men um so yeah we break it all down but you have to look presentable um because women are visual like they always say men are visual (laughs) based on art 10 years of experience Christina based on 10 years of experience who's more visual men or women Different visual on different things. I think mm-hmm. women are more visual on the full, full presentation of the man, including clothes. Yeah, men are more visual on specific attributes of a woman. Ooh. So more physical attributes of the woman. Women are more clothes presentation. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. 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 
Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, so that's what I would say. There are definitely different hacks that you can use of just getting more. I hate that word hacks. Ew, I sound like a startup. Yeah, and no. also, do not write startup. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That's not. Okay. Don't, no, but don't write startup. No, I agree. I agree. Like, you're the CEO of a startup. Yeah, yeah. Don't say the word startup. Unless you're literally Hat. in Silicon don't Valley. Say. Like, literally, unless you're in Silicon Valley and you got a million dollar endowment, do not use the term startup. I wouldn't use it at all. I wouldn't use it either. Even if you're in the yeah, Silicon just say Valley. Com- just say company. Yeah, engineer. Yeah. Yeah. Software firm. or something. Firm. Use the word firm. Women love the word firm. <laughs> um. Anyway. Okay, so um, six one guys are sure with me, more awkward. So the thing about the tall guys, women can be heightest, um, but I think that I've made it very clear my opinions. Exactly, on height. exactly. And I want to stress for this wonderful listener of ours that you're not looking for a horde of women. Yes. You're looking for the one. Yes. And I know that your shorter friend is having more trouble than you of getting hordes of women interested. Yeah. But maybe he'll get married faster. I don't know. The yeah. There's only one person who you're going to end up at the down the aisle with, God willing, that that relationship lasts. And there's a lot of resources out there to help it last. But I just want to encourage you to know that, yes, you're looking for that special woman. And your friend is looking for a special woman. And those women are going to be totally different than each other. So, the one for you. So Yeah, I love that, Christina. It's so true. Like, it doesn't even matter if As I'm giving, women... here I'm giving this advice on how to get the most swipes. Actually, that's horrible and that's detrimental for your brain well, also, to get a ton of swipes. It's not even more swipes. You're not I hate it. the freaking dating apps. I know. I, that's why we encourage him to meet in person. But we're just saying ways of yeah. presenting yourself yeah. so that the right, you catch the right, the right yeah, woman's the, eyes. Your woman. Right. Because people do... There are people that meet on right. these Some things. Some people do. Yeah. Some people do. It's more rare. It was, I think, more common when you couldn't do anything in person. Yeah. But, no, go out in person. Get get your vibe out there. Exactly. It will be, I think, a lot faster to meet the right yeah. person. Yeah. And you'll be, yeah, you're, you'll actually, like, appreciate the people that you're meeting. I remember when I was doing app dating, my brain was so messed up. My brain genuinely, but back in back in the early like early days when in my like a five years ago when I was when I was swiping, remember how deluded I was? Yep. I was so deluded, and I would just people were so disposable, men were so disposable. I didn't get to know anybody if they did one thing that I didn't like or that I wasn't totally on board for, or if they weren't exactly like. Even before, if they weren't giving me the hot and cold passion, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I'm just not. I'm just not attracted to him. I'm just not attracted to him. Oh, my gosh, honey. I looked back. I was literally looking back the other day and being like, there were some great guys that I really just didn't even. I mean, it all worked out. Like, it all does work out, ultimately. But what I've learned is you know is wild but definitely get off the dating apps your brain will thank you um and meet people in real life Mm -hmm. all right let's move on 
Okay, we couldn't help but wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2021, we're living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens. And this is season three, episode 17. What goes around comes around. So what Carrie couldn't help but wonder, is there such thing as relationship karma? So this episode is um, Carrie like sees Natasha and this is after Carrie's cheated on, on remember that whole thing yeah. like Carrie falls down the stairs. Oh no, no, Natasha falls down the stairs, whatever. Okay. So Carrie then gets robbed of um, her favorite designer shoes and not just valuables like her bag. Um, and then she files a report. And then Miranda immediately falls for the NYPD detective. Then Charlotte has just lost all hope in Trey's potency. So she then um, looks at, remember this is the gardener scene where she ends up um, like making out with the gardener and the family and Trey accept it. And they're like, oh, the gardener, like another McDougal um, lady, like, and, and then, but she can't, handle this emotional neglect um and then samantha gets called oh she's getting calls for sam jones for a huge party and then she goes to the party and it's the sam jones who's like this virgin boy who just falls in love with her at first sight okay so basically the big question is is there such thing as relationship karma what goes around comes around what do you think christina i think so (gasps) Just in a certain situation, if you're hurting people, you're going to get hurt by someone. Mm. And you're treating people in a bad way, you're going to get treated in a bad way. You get what you give. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get what you give. Um, Yeah, I mean, this is a very cause and effect. Like, it seems very cause and effect. It's not, but it seems very karmic that Carrie literally gets robbed after doing that horrible, you know, cheating um yeah I mean I think from a spiritual level I I think that I think that God teaches us lessons and there's never there's always kind of a punishment or a there's always a reward for sure I think consequences are what you're talking about and I don't think it's God giving just what do you think putting saying punish that person I think it's more natural consequences Mm. for your bad choices Mm. that yeah that's gonna happen because I touched the fire so my hand's gonna get burned but this was unrelated I mean she saw Natasha then she got robbed oh okay I I don't I don't believe in karma you don't believe that 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 if you do something bad you're gonna get you're gonna get punished uh, no, From, I don't the, believe. By, I mean, I think that you're going to get the natural consequences of your actions. So cheating, mm-hmm. you're going to be in therapy for many years yeah. for doing that, and that's just those are the natural consequences of your bad decisions and your bad actions. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that something's going to fall out of the sky and kill you. Yeah, it might, but it's. I don't. I think there are natural consequences that. Yeah. That's why we're not supposed to cheat because you're going to deal with a lot of drama in your day-to-day life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that a lot of the stuff that 
a lot of the karmic stuff, it's not necessarily as obvious yeah. as getting robbed in the street. But dealing, yeah, it's ugh, it can be tough. Right. And once you go down a bad moral path, it just brings you down further mm-hmm. and you're saying yes to more bad things and I could see that happening as Rolling well. around in the gutter. Yep. In the gutter. Okay, well let's move on to catching up with the Contis. Alessandra, you were telling me that you were on Access that your yes. Access Hollywood episode, so. half of it be was I shown think last yeah night. no I don't know if it was last night or Friday I think it may have been Friday they didn't let me know this time but um but yeah you can find it on Peacock it's a very small segment this time um but half of it I think that they're sectoring it out but that was so so much fun um and then yeah I had just like literally the best night of my life on last Thursday going to it's just been such a fun week I was at a fashion event in Beverly Hills and then we ended up meeting a girl in the bathroom and then going to she invited us to the gala the black tie gala that was happening next like literally in the ballroom of the Beverly Hilton and it was black tie and I was not I was wearing basically a fluffy bra like I was wearing like a fluffy crop top yeah, you can see that, this on her Instagram on my Instagram that made sense for a fashion event but did not make sense for a black tie gala and it was just like this comedy of error comedy of errors what is it it was so fun so much fun though and we ended up dancing the night away live music it was just like oh, the best so much fun time yeah the best time and um I am going to Boston for the holidays and I was just in Boston actually doing a teen retreat with the kids um so yeah I'm really I'm going for, to Boston for Christmas not the holidays like Christmas um so that will be really really fun I'm really excited for it and just so many other things happening before then that I'm going to yeah I'm going yeah, I you have a yeah. lot of Christmas parties lined a lot up. of Christmas parties another thing at Brad Pitt's old home on Friday uh, in the hills so that'll I think be really you've been fun. there before I have yes. I have yeah yeah my life is like coming back you know it's I feel like it's pre-covid you know because this stuff this is it was how, what I used to do pre-covid then covid came and made ugh, just everything so <laughs> okay well I will be on Trending with Timory on Relevant Radio on this coming Monday, December 20th at four, about 4.15 Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern. We, I have to discuss with Timory what we're going to be talking about, but I think we might be talking about the phenomenon of spiritual but not religious. Ooh. That trending of people say that on their profiles that they're that and what that means. Mm. And the next, and I guess the I guess the next thing we had our photo shoot on Saturday yes! for the new photos. We have a bunch of new photos for the new season that will be beginning in January 2022 for the podcast. Yes, you guys, this is our finale episode. Right, right, and the finale. You'll see those photos, and then we did a little family photo shoot, so you'll get to see some photo shoots some photos of Dan Austin and myself oh and so yeah then we'll have cute. a big announcement in 2022 <gasps> wait will we yeah oh I'm excited for the big announcement because I have you no already idea know what, what you're talking is. about you already know what it is it's a is company it? announcement wait I don't even know <gasps> oh my gosh how could I forget yeah it's a huge announcement it's probably like it's a really big deal yeah we're really 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 excited about it so yes definitely 
Stay tuned for next season. Um, new, 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 but still some of the old because I'm a nostalgia. Yeah, and feel free to write to us what segments you like, what segments you'd like to see because that will help us to mold what next season will be like. Totally. All right, you guys. We are signing off 2021. What a wild ride it has been. It is. Um, I'm excited to get off of the ride and onto a brand new ride for a brand new year. <laughs> but we've had such an amazing time chatting with you and just you've been so amazing. The comments, the um, questions that questions. we've gotten have been yeah. great. The listeners, like you guys are so amazing and you DM us a lot and we just love it. So keep it up. Keep reaching out to us. Keep following on Instagram um, at Matchmaker Alessandra Conti and then at Matchmaker Christina, Christina Pineda. Pineda C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. And we have the Dating at Match, at Dating in the City show, right? Mm-hmm. Is that our Instagram? At Dating in the City so, show. So yeah, Anthony takes care of that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but you guys, we love you all so much. Have the best. Um, have the best. Best Christmas and best New Year's, and we will talk to you next year. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.